Good morning, everybody. Brachas Daphne Gimel, Kut Chazar, we saw in Daphne Bez. The Gemara in Daphne Bez and Ralph had a machlekes between Misham and Sel, whether a person says Kiddush first or first you say Agaf. And the Gemara said that when it came to Avdal, Misham agreed that first you should make the proper Agaf and then say Avdal because we want to have Shabbos as long as we can. Then the Gemara on the bottom explained the machlekes between Misham and Sel, whether a person should first wash his hands and then then pour the kais. The discussion was, well, are we afraid that the nitsaitis of the kais are going to go on the back of the kais, which is, right, which is going to be tummy, and then it's going to go into your hands, tummy. That was machlekes b'sham Then we saw the gemara on base, machlekes, where a person should put the cloth that he washed his hands on, should he put it on the table, or should he put it on the tear the chair, and machlekes was, are you allowed to use a shulchan, which is tummy. Then we saw the gemara on the bottom, brought down that a person is not allowed to have, make, a person has to be careful to make sure that the water doesn't pour over the bread because it's going to be biza it's going to be vaza the food. And then we saw the Gwan the bottom, Achikis, Beshame, and Beisel, whether a person should say, Bayer Ma'eresh, or Ma'eresh, is lashing a singular lashing plural. Do we say that the flame is made up of many fires, or is made of one fire, or like we saw in other Rishanim? Is the Pshat because the fire is used for many different purposes, or we just make a Ma'eresh for lashing singular? Then, Bezrashem, today we're going to see the Gwan Daphne Gimel is going to talk about more Machikis and Beshame in regards to how a person should be during the Suda. The Gemara is going to talk about what types of candles you make a brachon. The Gemara on the Banu is going to talk about what type of besamim, what type of smells you make a brachon. Then the Gemara on the Ambez is going to talk about the halachas of when a person eats and forgets to bench, does he have to go back to where he where he ate? And then the Gemara is going to talk about how, much, how long a person has to make a brachon and forgets to bench. How much time can a person bench after he finishes eating? So let's see the Gemara on the Banu on the Ambez on the It says the Helege Gemara. The Mishnah said that and Basam Shel Gayim. It makes sense. The reason why you can't make a bracha on the fire of Gayim because it was Lay Shabbos. It, was, it did not rest on Shabbos, which Rashi explains means a aver was done on Shabbos with it. Meaning, if a candle was lit on Shabbos, Allah is you're not allowed to use it because a aver was done with it. So therefore, that's why it makes sense that you can't use a fire which was from a non-Jew because we assume that it was lit on Shabbos and therefore it's also to use. Ask the Gemara, but some my time of life, but why can't you use the sum of a non-Jew on Matzah Shabbos or Avdala? Answer the Gemara, Amr Ibn Rav, Hachab Ibn Sivas Gaim Askinah. We're talking about the gathering of non-Jews. The Nation Stam Sivas Gaim, Avodah Zara. Because we assume that when they gather the Stam gathering of the non-Jews, where it's for Avodah Zara. As the Gemara, Mdiktani Seifa, and Rachel Melaner, Lab of Sam, Shalvizar, Machat, Rachel, Lab of Zara, Skina. The next case in the mission says you can't make a bracha on the Bissamim or the Nerv of Avodah So you see that the first case in our mission, the case that we're talking about, is not talking about a case of Avodah Zara. So the Chair is talking about something else. And the Gemara, no, I'm working in Mr. Matam Kamar. It was explaining. Matam in Rachel Melaner, Lab of Sam, Shalgayim, Nation Stam, Skayim, Lab of Zara. The reason why you can't make a bracha on the Nerv and Bissam of a non Jew, the mission went on to explain, is because the Stam Nerv and the Stam Bissam of a non Jew is going to be Avodah Zara, and therefore it's going to be Aser. So it's not too Case is really one case. The mission was just explaining why you can't use it. Says my right to turn around Arsha Shabbos and Barachanah. The Brisa says that a ner which was Shabbos on Shabbos, you are allowed to make a brachan. But a ner which is not Shabbos, you're not allowed to make a brachan. The Gemara is going to explain what is that. My Shabbos, my last Shabbos. What does it mean that it rested and what does it mean that it didn't rest? Inayim leish Shabbos machmas alacha. If you're going to tell me that no malacha was done with it on Shabbos, meaning it wasn't lit on Shabbos at all, says more, I feel malacha You're telling me even if it was permitted to do a malacha with the fire on Shabbos, for example, the Gemara is going to say a case where you lit the fire for a chayla for somebody who's sick, which is mutter, you're going to tell me you can't use ever Avdala, Vatanya, or Shalchayev, Shalchayev, Varchanov. We said that the is that a candle which was lit on Shabbos for a chayla for a midwife or for a chayla, you can make a brach on it. When we said that it was Shabbos, it means that no aver was done with it, meaning that you didn't light it, but Isser. However, if it was lit in behind, if 
it was lit by hetter, meaning if it was lit for the purpose of something which was mutter, then it's going to be mutter to you. It's not mutter shabbos. Tanya Amiachi, Ashash Shaisik Galakas Valachas Kolayim Kulam Mutter Shabbos Marachal Alachas. Let's say you have a candle which was lit before Shabbos and it was lit throughout the entire Shabbos. Alachas you light a kabrach on it. I wasn't didn't rest on Shabbos. The flame was there on Shabbos. The teretz is no since no malachah. The yisur was on Shabbos. Since you don't need malachah with ner, you're allowed to use it on Mutter Shabbos. There's an interesting discussion exactly why do we say that when a guy lights it, it's going to be usher. I there's no usher for a guy to do it. But you see that this idea that a guy who lights it is going to be usher. Says we're right to turn around. Nachri shehidlik miyisrael halachas if a nachri lit it from a Jew the fire from a Jew on Mat Shabbos miyisrael shalik miyachri or a Jew lit a fire from the non-Jew's fire on Mat Shabbos and barachin love then you're allowed to make a havdal. That says the Gemara nachri miyachri but if a non-Jew lights the candle from another nachri from another non-Jew in barachin love you're not to make the bracha on Mat Shabbos. Says the Gemara maisha nachri miyachri dolaymishin dolay Shabbos why do we say that when a non-Jew takes the candle from another non-Jew when he lights his fire from another non-Jew we say that it's also used because we assume that the the flame didn't light. What, was lit on Shabbos. Yachri Yisrael miyachri nami. Why, when a Jew takes the flame from the non-Jew, why, when he lights his candle from the non-Jew's flame, the should say the same thing. Why Shabbos? It didn't rest. So says Gemara. Maybe you'll tell me that when the Jew lights his candle from the non-Jew's candle, now it's considered a new flame, and therefore it's going to be mutter. We had the Yisrael come and we say that the flame now is in, was was born in the hands of the Jew, meaning that now it's a new flame, and therefore it's going to be mutter. Ask the Gemara. You can tell me that every time you take a candle, you take a flame, that every moment we assume that it's considered a new flame, because it's constantly being, constantly going up, so then you should tell me that when a person does a tzah, a person carries out a flame on Shabbos, he should be potter, because what he picked up in the Rosh Hashayachid is a different flame than when he got to the Shadrabim two minutes later, that's a separate flame. So says Gemara, but the Bryce says you're going to Chayv, so you see that's considered one flame. Says Gemara, no. Really, it also has the Isser, meaning that part of the flame, the original flame is there. But says Gemara, this that you're making a bracha on the flame, which is lifting around Jew, that's because it has Tehsefter because it's added on. There's a, it's the, even though the original fire is there also, but there's also new parts of the fire which are here now. And therefore, that's you're making a bracha on. Says Gemara, so then you can tell me that when a person transfers a flame, we say that now it's considered partially a new flame and therefore it's going to be mutter to use. So then a non-Jew lights from non-Jew should be mutter too. Because we say that the new flame wasn't lit on Shabbos, it was lit on Matzah Shabbos. So the the new part of the flame, which is lit on Matzah Shabbos, should be mutter to use. And it's more, really, you're right. Really, it's just Xera, Atu, that we're afraid that a person is going to make a bracha on a non-Jew's flame, which was lit on Shabbos originally. So therefore, it's going to be answer. However, really, a person would be able to take the Use the light of a non-Jew which was lit from another non-Jew on Matzah Shabbos. However, it's exera up to the first fire that Allah has. A person is not allowed to use the, the original fire which a non-Jew lit on Shabbos, and therefore that's why it's going to be us. And if you look at Taisus, Taisus speaks out of it. Xera, Taisus says Chad Xeri the Gazer the Taisa says that consider one Xer, and therefore Taisa is saying it's not an issue of Xer or Xer. Don't tell me that I, the, the original Xer, is also Dinder Abundance, so now they're Abundance saying don't use the second flame because it's a Xer. That would be Xer or Xer. Taisa says it's all considered one Xer. And we'll see the Taisa and Chulun speaks out that we can't ask the. Sometimes the Gemara will ask the Kasha of I, it's Xer or Xer, and sometimes the Gemara won't ask the Kasha. So Taisa and Chulun speaks out in the beginning of uh, Parakolabasar that we cannot ask the Kasha of I, it's Xer or Xer, because you see sometimes the Gemara asks it, and sometimes the Gemara does not ask it. But again, Taisa Vera speaks out that it's all. Consider one big zero. Says we're right to turn about. If you're going outside the city and you see a flat fire, if it's mostly non Jews in the city, you can't make a bracha because we're chayshish that it is a flame which is lit on Shabbos. However, if it's mostly Jews, then we assume that it was a flame which is lit on Shabbos and it was going to be with their use. The first part of the rice says if most of them are non Jews, then you can't make a bracha. It sounds like if it's half and half, then you can make a bracha. 
Father Terry and the Sefer says in Rabbi Yisrael Mavarch, the Sefer says that if the majority are Jews, then you can make a bracha. It sounds like if it's ha- half and half, then you can make a bracha. So it's a stira. Says more now. We didn't know that if you're machta Really, if it's half and half, then you can make a bracha. So really. If it's half and half, you could make a bracha. I, why the Seva say Roy of Yisrael? Could have just said half and half. Terry says, once the Rashi said majority were non Jews, so the Seva also said the majority were Jews. But really, you could make a bracha if it's half and half. Says, I'm going to write to Tanarban, if you see a Tinaik with a candle in his hand, a torch in his hand, if he's a Jewish kid, then Allah is going to make a bracha. If it's a non Jewish kid, he can't make a bracha. Why is specifically. Picking a case where the person that you saw was a Tinek, why do you say it was a Godel either? Also, meaning what's the difference if he's a child or if he's a big person? If it's a Jewish Shemot or if it's a non Jewish Shemot, says, Here we're talking about, which right after Shkia Sachama, meaning like during Manish Mashas. If it's a Gadol, then it's for sure a non-Jew. And you only have to check if it's mostly Jews, mostly non-Jews, it's for sure a non-Jew. Because a Jew wouldn't be running to hold a flame right at Mount Shabbos. If it's a Tinek, maybe it's a Jewish kid, and therefore you should go check. If it's a Jewish kid, then it's going to Mount if your person's going outside and he sees a fire, if it is thick like the opening of a furnace, then you can make a bracha on it. But if it's not, then you don't make a bracha. One writer says you do make a bracha on it, another writer says you don't make a bracha on it. And just the Gemara, like Kasha, this is we say you don't make a bracha on it, that's from the beginning of the fire, because when it's originally lit, it's lit to burn the stones. And Allah you don't make a bracha unless the fire was lit for the usage of its light. And Halab is this is we say you do make a bracha, that's in the end of the fire, after the stones are burnt, then you the fire is used for light, and that's why then you can make a bracha of Bermarish. Says the Gemara, Vaiter, Tani Chada, Arshal Tanav, Shakrayim, one bracha says that the fire of a ton of an oven, you make a bracha in it. So answer the Gemara, same idea, like Kasha, Habit, Kulabit Saif. Then in the beginning, the fire is just lit to cook what's inside the oven, and Habit Saif, then in the Saif, the fire is also used for light, and therefore you can make a bracha. Says the Gemara writer, Tani Chada Arshal is a Knesset, Vish, Amadish, Varchalab. One Bryce says, Yeah, the person's allowed to make a bracha on the fire which is in the Shul or the base Madish, Tani Yidach, and Varchalab. Another Bryce says, You're not allowed to make a bracha, Stira. And to the Gemara, like Kasha, Hadik, Adam Chashiv, Hadlak, Adam Chashiv. This to be said, you're not allowed to make a bracha, that's when the fire was lit for an Adam Chashiv, for an honorable person. And the reason why you lit the fire was not for the sake of the light, rather it was for, to honor this person, and therefore you cannot make a bracha on it. And this to be said, you're allowed to make a bracha, that's when there's no Adam Chashiv, and the purpose of the fire is for the light, and that's why you can make a bracha. Says the Gemara, Bryce, I'll tell you, Hadlak, Adam Chashiv. Really, I can tell you in both scenarios there's an Adam Chash in the shul. However, this that we say you can make a bracha, that's where there's a chazan is in the shul and the chazan is eating the shul. You have the shamash who's eating the shul, so the fire was also lit for him and it's also lit for the light. And had like a chazan, and this we say you don't make a bracha, that's when there's no chazan, and therefore it was just lit for the Adam Chashav, and the purpose of the light was not for, the purpose of the fire, I'm sorry, was not for the light, and therefore you can't make a bracha. Really, I'll tell you that both cases there was a chazan. This that we say you don't make a bracha, that is when there is moonlight. So therefore, this light is not being used, this fire is not being used for the sake of the light because the Chazan Rani has moonlight to use. And therefore, the reason why this fire is being lit is only for the Adam Chashev, so you cannot make a bracha. The Had Lekasar, this we say, you could make a bracha, that's when there's no moonlight, so then this fire is also going to be used for the purpose of the light, and then you could make a bracha. Says the Gemara Vaiter, Tanur Rabbanan, we're sitting in the base medish and a light was born in front of them. Each person makes an individual bracha. Every one person should make a bracha for everybody. Like it says in the Pasuk, the idea that when you have many people together doing one mitzvah, it's considered a honor to HaKadosh Baruch. It makes sense because B'Shalem will explain the reason. Why B'Shalem hold that each person should make their own bracha? Because they hold it's going to be a bit of base medish. Right? So stop their learning. Whatever they're doing, they're going to 
everybody's going to have to stop. They're going to be battle to her. So therefore, we don't have everybody stop. We have everybody continue learning. And each person, when they have a minute, they stop and they make their own bracha. We have a bracelet like this that we see this idea that we don't vatla right in the base madrash because in the base madrash they wouldn't say merapa when a person would sneeze in the base madrash they used to say merapa when a person would sneeze and the gemara says they wouldn't say it because they didn't even want to waste one word they don't want to waste one second while they were learning it's actually interesting this halacha is actually brought down in the shulchan aruch and your dad seven rishim above the shulchan aruch springs down that a person shouldn't answer merapa while he's in the base madrash however if you look at the preacher the preacher says that nowadays the meaning is to answer merapa or to say atzuta or to say whatever a person says Whatever person says when a person sneezes, because nowadays we're not mocked on every word of the Smedrish, people aren't as uh, careful as they used to be when it comes to not saying other things besides learning the Spanish, and therefore the meaning nowadays is to answer. If you look at the Taz, the Taz says, How can you say that? It's also to speak out other things, so you will tell them it's so therefore you shouldn't answer. However, if you look at the other Arach HaShokhan, Arach HaShokhan brings down the Allah is like the Prisha, and therefore the meaning is to answer Gesundheit or say Gesundheit when somebody sees in the base Madrish. Says the Gemara writer, my time us as Gemara Nair Kavru Davida. The reason that we don't make a bracha on a candle which is lit for a mason is because the nair is made for a covet. The honor of the mason is not made for the light. Besam says Gemara Lavuri Rechahu Davidi. And the reason why we don't make the besam is because it's just to take away the bad smell. It's not made for the good smell. It's just to take away the bad smell, which we'll see in a minute. That when a smell is there, not to not for the sake of having a positive smell, but to take away a negative smell, you don't make a bracha. If it's a type of person, the dead, the dead person, if, if he's the type of person that you'd bring a candle in front of him, whether it's day, whether it's night, then you don't make a bracha because you see during the daytime you don't need the candle. I, why are you bringing the candle? Just for covet. If it's a type of person that you only bring a candle at night, then you make a bracha because you see that the candle is clearly there just for the light and not for the person's covet. The besamim, the good smelling things which are put in a bathroom, take away the bad smell, and the same thing, oil which is used to take away sweat. Do you mean to tell me that any time that the, the smell is not there just for the positive smell, you don't make a bracha? A person who goes into a spice store and he smells a smell, I feel Yashashem calling Kule, and a He's in there the whole day. You only make one bracha. However, if he goes in and out, in and out, in and out, he keeps on smelling it, then he makes a bracha every time. Says the Gemara, says the Gemara, but the spices in the shop are not made for people to smell; they're made for people to buy. So why do you make a bracha over there? And says the Gemara, no, in they're also made to smell. The spices in the store are made to smell also. They want people to smell, so that they'll buy it. So therefore, since it's also made for the purpose of people smelling them, therefore the halacha is. That you do make a bracha. Now it's interesting, somebody asked you, why would I make a bracha on perfume? Why would I make a bracha on cologne? So the chayra on deodorant, our Gemara just said that a smell which is not just made for the positive smell, it's just meant to prevent a negative smell, that's why you don't make a bracha on deodorant. Because deodorant is just to take away sweat. So that's why you don't make a bracha. However, on cologne, a perfume which is made for the positive smell, the chayra, a person should make a bracha. So at first glance, it seems that we should make a bracha on perfume and cologne. However, the minig is not like that. So Shlomo Zaman Arbach says, a chiddish, that a person is not supposed to make a bracha on a synthetic chemical, on a synthetic smell. It's a it's we pass like this from so that's one idea. However, the more expensive clones and perfumes are uh, naturally made. Most of them are naturally made. They're not synthetic. So what comes up based on our Gemara before is that the halacha is that a person only makes a bracha on the actual smell. If the, if the source of the smell is still there. So meaning if once a person sprays on his body, the source of the smell isn't there. So then you would make a bracha. However, if a person smells straight out of a cologne bottle and it's a positive smell, the chur should come out that you should make a bracha. It seems that the minig is not to. If anybody has an explanation, we would love to hear. Says the Helege Gemara Viter. 
If a person's going outside and he smells the smell, if it's mostly Jews in the city, mostly non Jews, even if it's mostly Jews, you not make a because a lot of uh, girl, Jewish girls spray a nice smelling thing on them because they want to get away, the, get rid of the kshafim, get rid of the demons, the shadim, and therefore, since it's not made just for the positive smell, it's made to get away the kshafim. You don't make a on that. Says You're going to tell me that most people do it for the kshafim? No, most people do it not for the kshafim. And says the Gemara, Some girls, amid, uh, minority people, do it for the kshafim, for the demons. And amid of people do it also to make their Clothing smell good. So therefore it comes out, you have two type two minorities, put them together, you have a right that it's not just made for the smell, and therefore the whole rubid lava is that any uh, smell which most people are not doing it for the positive smell, you do not make a bracha. Says the writer. If a person smells a good smell in Tveria and either Arab Shabbos or Matu Shabbos, you do not make a bracha because there's a chazaka that they're doing it to make their clothes smell nice and therefore you do not make a bracha. And the Rishonim speak out because they're doing it on Arab Shabbos to make their clothes smell nice. The Kavit Shabbos and the Matu Shabbos are doing it because they're Shabbos so they needed to give them some sort of smell. But again, since it's not made just for the sake of the smell, it's made to make their clothing smell good, therefore the Lachos if a person is going in a marketplace of non-Jews, if a person specifically is he is considered a chayta because again, a person is not supposed to have enough from avodizara. Says the right to work on alaner. Actually, the Mishnah said that a person doesn't make a bracha on the fire until it has enough. She doesn't mean that a person actually has a nut. It means that if a person would come close and be able to have a nut from the fire, even if he's far away, even if he's not actually right next to the candle. We're talking about even if he's far away, as long as if you'd come close, you'd have to have enough from the candle, it's quite too much to make a bracha. A person who had a fire, a flame, Next is clothing to warm up, or in a lantern or in a lamp, or he saw the flame, but he didn't use the he didn't use it, or he used the fire for the but he didn't see the flame. The Bryce says he's not allowed to make a bracha bermesh unless he sees the flame and he uses the Light. Now it says more. It makes sense. I can come up with a case where he uses the fire, but he doesn't see the flame. We're talking about a case where he's standing in a corner, meaning the fire is on the other side of the corner, and but the, he could see the light, so he's using the light, but he can't actually see the flame. What's a case where a person sees the flame but doesn't get Hana, doesn't use the fire? We're not talking about a case where he's far away, and therefore he sees the flame but he doesn't get Hana. And the bride says you cannot make a bracha. So the you see, not like this interview, Yehudah Marav said that a person is allowed to make a bracha as long as if he would come closer to you have to have Hana. Says, no, we're talking about a case where the flame is flickering, and therefore he was able to see the flame but he did not have enough from it because since it's flickering, he wasn't able to get benefit from it. Says, you right to turn around. Coals that are being lit up. However, if they're going out, then you can't get lechshes. What does it mean? They're Any time where it was lit enough that if you'd stick a twig, you'd stick a little piece of wood onto the coal, it would light up by itself. That's considered enough of a flame, and therefore you can make a bracha. When is it spelled with an aleph or is it with an ayin? 
be close enough to the flame that he could distinguish between these two weights. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yehuda, Mavarach Adbe Ad Dail. Rabbi Yehuda used to make a bracha on the flame, which was far away, because Rabbi Yehuda Lishitasi, this person who the person who lived far away from him, because Rabbi Yehuda Lishitasi held that as long as you could see the flame, you don't have to have enough from it, and therefore you can make a bracha. Rav Mavarach Adbe Guria Bar Chama and Abaya Mavarach Adbe Barbur. Rav and Abaya only made brachas on the flame, which is right next to them, because Rav and Lishitasi that held that you can only make a bracha if you actually have enough from it. Says the right to Rabbi Yehuda Rav Ein Machzir and Alaar Kedash Mazil Amitzah Salacha is that we don't run after trying to get a flame on Mount Shabbos to make a bracha. You don't have to run after it like we run after mitzvahs because. This, like the Mishnah, the Meiri, the Rajan, other Mishnah explain this that we make a bracha on Bar Meirish is not it's a, it's not a berachas mitzvah. It's not that a person's mechuyiv to get a fire, like a person's mechuyiv to get a lulav, a person's mechuyiv to get an esrog. It's not like a chiv of avdalah. Rather, it's just that if a person has a fire, the Rabbanu Masakin, you should make a bracha. So therefore, the halachas you don't have to run after the Bar You don't have to run after a candle. There's a discussion in the Mishnah over what about the summons. But some the same thing like the Gemara says with a candle that it's only if you have it. Then there's a chiv to make a bracha. Or should, do we say that a person is mechuyiv to find the sum? Amr Bazer Bazer said Meirish have. How'd you know? In the beginning, I used to be mahadir after trying to get a candle. I would try to find the candle at the shops. Keep on doing. Now, once I heard this halacha that a person I'm chayiv to, then I stopped running after the candle. If I have a candle, then I make a bracha. But if I don't have a candle, then I do not make a bracha. Says my right there, Misha Achal, Amr of Zivri Tamer of Dimi by Rabbi Machlekes Mishach. The Machlekes Mishnah, whether a person has to go back to the place that he ate, that's only if you forgot. However, if a person bemazed. Did a bench where he was, and everybody agrees that he has to go back. Says the Gemara, Pshita, Vishachachtan. It's Pasha that we're talking about the case where he forgot. The Mishnah says, the Mishnah speaks out that he forgot. So why would I have to say it to Machlech as well as where he did it intentionally? Says the Gemara, Mao did him, who had the Nephilim made it. Says the Gemara, I would have to say that really the Mishnah is talking about even a case where the person intentionally forgot. I, why the Mishnah say Shaykh? This is the Mishnah said that even if he forgot, that tell you the Chilish of that even though the person forgot, Bishamit could go back. Kamash will know that the Mishnah was Dafka, Shachach was Dafka, he forgot, and if you intentionally didn't make a Berkhus Muslim, everybody agrees you have to go back. According to your reasoning, that a person who forgot has to go back. A person who ate at the top of a tower, a tall building, he forgot to bench and he went down. You can make him go back only to the top and make a bracha. Says a person who forgot a lot of money at the top of the building. You're going to tell me he's not going to go back? Of course he can go back. So if a person's going to go back for his own covet, you should go back for the covet Shemayim. So says Gemara Hanu Trei Talmidi. There were two Talmidim. Chadav B'Shegei Kavishami. The Ashkech Arnik Kedava. One person forgot to bench, and he ended up going back. Like Bishamai said, he went back to the place and he found a uh, wallet of gold, and he was rewarded because he went back. The Chadav B'Mezid Kavisel. One person did B'Mezid like Kavisel, meaning he B'Mezid didn't bench, and he did like Kavisel. He didn't go back. The Achlei Ari and a line ate him. Says Gemara Rabba Barachana V'Kozel B'Shirasa. Rabba Barachana was going on a caravan. Achlei Ishlev Leber. He forgot to bench where he, where he forgot, and he left the place. Where he ate. Amar hechi avod. What should I do? Yeah, I mean, who anshoy levar? If I'm going to tell them that I forgot to bench, I'm only brach kol hechi demarach lerechmanu b'rachos. They're going to tell me make a brach wherever you are because I call this brachos everywhere. They're not going to let me go 
back. So Mutav Tamin Lewis, it's better that I tell them, I'm sure I should tell them that I forgot a golden dove, and therefore they'll let me go back. We told them, so he told them that he left a dove, he left a golden, dove, uh, golden pigeon there, so they waited for him and he went back. So he went back and he found a golden pigeon because he was rewarded again for the fact that he went back. Why did he specifically find the Yaina? says, Because the Klaus was compared to Yaina, like it says in the Pasuk, Kanfei Yaina, Nechbo Bekesef, Reiseh, Birakras, Charetz. Klaus was compared to a Yaina. says, My Yaina, and it says, Just like a pigeon is only saved with its wings and now with its beak, now with other parts of its body. The only reason why they're protected, the only reason why they're saved is because they are me, Kaim the Mitzvah. says, Gemara, Vaiter, Areimatsayu, Kama, Shir, Ekel. says, Gemara, the Mishnah said that a person can make a Birkas Amazan until the Shir, Ekel. So says, Gemara, what is that Shir? The amount of time that a person is not hungry, meaning if a person still full from the meal, the Allah is he's allowed to bench. A person is only allowed to bench until he is still thirsty from the original eating. Meaning when, after a person eats, he gets thirsty. So when he stops being thirsty from the from eating, then he cannot bench anymore. Says the the shear is four million, which is approximately seventy-two minutes. So how can you tell me that Rishlaka said the shear was Kidei, that he's still thirsty. And Stigmar, like Kasha, Kamachim, Ruba, Kanbachim, this. This is where the person ate a lot. This is where the person ate a little. So it's Machlik Yushan, in which way the Gemara is answering. Rashi says that when the person ate a lot, then we give him 72 minutes. If he didn't eat so much, then we give him the share of when he's still thirsty. Other Yushan learn the other way around. Says the Gemara right there, Balaham, Yai, and the Mishnah said that a person who hears a Jew making a bracha, even if he doesn't hear the whole thing, he's allowed to say amen. However, if he hears a Kusim making a bracha, unless he hears the whole thing, he can't say amen because Rachel is saying it to have a desire. Says the Gemara, you know, you mean to tell me that a Jew who hears another Jew making a bracha, he's allowed to say amen, even if he doesn't hear the whole thing. If he doesn't hear the whole bracha, how could it be a Yitzhi bracha? Meaning the Gemara at this point thinks that we're talking about a Jew who wants to be Yitzhi with the person who's making the bracha. So ask the Gemara, if he doesn't hear the whole thing, how could it be Yitzhi? And the Gemara, we're not talking about where he wants to be Yitzhi the bracha, he just wants to say amen. He's not eating with them, so he doesn't want to be yoyed to the bracha. He just wants to say amen. So Allah says, if you hear a Jew making a bracha, then you could say amen, because we assume that he's making a takalish bracha. Says Rav told his son, Bari go grab the kaisha bracha, grab the kaisha bracha, make a bracha, meaning it's very, it's a good thing to make a bracha on a kaisha bracha, to be the one to bench. Ravuna told Ravuna's son, You should grow, grab, and make the bracha. Says, You mean to tell me that the person who makes the bracha is better? The person who makes the bracha is better than the one who says, Amen. We learned from the Brisa. says, A person who says, Amen, is even better than the person who makes the bracha. And Amrle Rav Nuroi, Hashemayim, I'll swear, can you, that this is true, that a person who says, Amen, is better than the person who makes the bracha. Why? The, the troops go in and they fight the war. The Gibar and Yerdin and then when they send in the strong people and they finish off the enemy and the the, super, the strong ones are the ones who consider the more chashav ones so you see that the person who come the people who come afterwards are the more respectable ones so the same thing the person who says amen to the bracha they're more respectable so answer the Gemara Tanayi it's Machalik Tanayi whether the person who says amen is better or the person who says the bracha is better the time going to the Brisa both the person who makes the bracha, both the person who are 
Good. A person should be quicker to be the Mavarach than to be the one who answers Amen because a person who makes the Bracha is better. So again, whether a person who makes the Bracha is better, a person who says Amen is better. It says in Kids in school are just practicing to say amen. And this we say you don't make you don't say amen to a child's bracha. That's only if they're practicing to say amen. However, if they are doing it be which in the Chakis Yishein Rashi speaks out, it's talking about when they are getting a bracha with aftira because katanim are allowed to lay in the aftira. So therefore, when they're saying that bracha, then you're allowed to say amen. Another Rishayim learns just means that when they're saying amen, let's say a bracha, and then when they eat something, then the Gemara says then you're allowed to say amen because then that bracha is a regular bracha and you could say amen. However, you just can't say amen when they're just practicing to say. Brachas. The Shemen is Ma'akiv, the Bracha, meaning Rabbi Zulai said that a person's not going to make a Bracha, until he washes his hands with oil at the end of the meal, he cleans his hands with oil. Rabbi Zulai says it's not Ma'akiv, Rabbi Zulai says that you need to have good oil. To wash your, to clean your hands. Says that just like when your hands are sweaty, they are possible ravida. So too, the hands of a person are going to be possible to um, if they're sweaty to make a bracha. Meaning you have to wash them, you have to clean them before you make a bracha. Says the Gemara. Right there, Aaron Achmor Yitzchak. Another lazy life, lazy vibe, lazy umiyadana. I don't know any what any of these Amarim said. Meaning, I didn't hear from them. I'm gonna hear it straight from Brisa. I'm gonna see the Yadana. I know a Brisa. The Amar Vidam Rav. I'm gonna see the Tana. Says in a Brisa. He's Kadash them. We dash Elam Amarim. That's referring to the person who to wash my Amarim. But he's in Kadashim Elam Amarim. That's referring to my Amarim. He Kadash. Zeshem, that's referring to oil. A person should clean their hands with oil. And Yeshem Lekechem, Zu, Bracha, that's referring to the Bracha that a person will do these things before he makes a Bracha, Berch Samazan. Hajjan Allah, Elu, Dvarm, Mazel Tov, we should be Zechatu, Mikhaim. All the Dina we learned in this parak, quick Chazar of what we saw today. The Gemara in the beginning went through what type of candles a person is allowed to make a Bracha on. The Gemara says that it has to be a Jewish candle, because it was a non Jewish candle. Then we say that it was lit on Shabbos, and a candle which was lit on Shabbos is not allowed to be used to, for the Bracha of Bemerish. Then the Gemara on the bottom went da- brought down that a person is only allowed to make a Bracha on a candle which is made specifically for the light and not for a covet or not for other things. The Gemara also brought down that Basamah's own, a person only makes a Bracha on Basamah if it was made for the positive smell, for a good smell, and not if it was just meant to take away a bad smell or is meant to make your clothing smell good. Then the Gemara on the base went through the Machlekes and Misham Yitzel, where the person has to go back for when he's benching, and the Gemara said that was only B'Shegek, but Mezid, everybody goes, you have to go back. And finally, we saw the Gemara on the bottom, different Amarim, who gave different prerequisites for a person to make a bracha, one on them are held, you have to wash them with oil, with water. Again, different deal that the person has to do before he makes a bracha, before he does a zimun. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.